Fit, active, healthy, happy, enjoying the prime of your life. Looking out for your health and wellness, this is Health Talk with Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug in Statesville. Call now to ask Fred your health questions, 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400. You can also visit Fred at his store, conveniently located on Hartness Road in Statesville. Good afternoon, this is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine, and this is Health Talk. This program is designed to share knowledge and information based on my research and experience. It is not intended to offer individual advice and does not replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. It's not intended as medical advice. I encourage you to make your own health decisions. Your daily choices has more to do with your health than anyone in the healthcare field. So uh, we uh, just to hit a quick question we had. We, we talked about... Uh, uh, the uh, tick and uh, mosquito issues carrying uh, pathogens. Last week, someone wanted to know if uh, the essential oil products do work, uh, work on animals, and the answer is yes. Uh, the Nantucket spider does actually have a uh, pet product as well. Specific for pets. Right. Okay. And and, and you, you tried it out since you're... I have, since yeah. Since you're a... a uh, you're not, you're a mosquito magnet. It seems that way. I never knew I was, but over the past, like, month and a half or so, it seems like they're only uh, wanting to bite me. Yeah. But it and, works. And now that you have all those those uh, essential oils, maybe you'll be a chick magnet. I mean, I smell good now, yeah. so, you know, that's a positive. How about that? <laughs> so, uh, in the news, and this, this just came across my computer just before I came here, the... Uh, North Carolina uh, Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, they are uh, bringing information about the uh, n- the new COVID-19 vaccine on and an update on the uh, RSV uh, product. And so there's a, uh, the FDA uh, authorizes and approves this uh, advisory committee on immunization practices uh, with the Center for Disease uh, control and prevention CDC so uh, the uh, approval is expected uh, September the 11th of uh, this of this year Uh, the uh, the current bivalent COVID shot will no longer be authorized for use and and, but and there will be a uh, a new uh, monovalent one uh, one product or one uh, pathogen there so it's um, the manufacturers uh, have different uh, products for different ages. Moderna uh, is approved for six months to 11 years old, uh, and they have one that's 12 and older. Pfizer has three products, six months to four years old, five years to 11 uh, years old, and then 12 plus, and Novavac is 12 plus. So the... Uh, for those of you that uh, weren't uh, listening uh, previously, the COVID-19 vaccine uh, was added to the vaccine program for children in 2023. So uh, in addition to, the, I guess, the possible 80-some uh, agents that an individual can get can get uh, you know we're adding more 
I, I'm wondering why all of these different manufacturers with the different age groups, why is <clears throat> the plus at 12 years old? Is there a, a specific reason for that? Uh, I'm assuming that uh, they're basing their dosing on weight. Um, okay. And um, so, so that may, may be the case. So it but has more to do with weight than actual age, usually? I, I think so. I think that's an attempt to uh, have a, a, a little bit lower dose. Um, so, you know, these shots, uh, you know, the, the science, the science uh, up until at least 2018 uh, says that uh, you basically you can't make a, uh, a vaccine against coronavirus. It, it has always escaped vaccination. And of course, this is not technically a vaccination. Uh, it's it's uh, more like a, a gene therapy, so to speak, because we are uh, giving uh, modified RNA, not messenger RNA, modified, which is uh, a little, little different uh, in, in these shots. And uh, there has been shown uh, by uh, one researcher recently that uh, these shots always also have uh, some amount of DNA in them, uh, which the, the way they're packaged, they're carried into the cell. So just like any, any other uh, drug product or, you know, whether it be a vaccination or, you know, you, you have to look at the risk versus the benefits. Uh, this particular product, uh, his effectiveness uh, has not been very good. Uh, it doesn't keep you from getting the virus. It doesn't keep you from spreading it. Uh, this is pretty common knowledge. Uh, and, and um, you know, the, the thing is, you know, when it, when it doesn't work, we keep adding more boosters. The safety issue, I think everybody knows that uh, there's problems there. Uh, I actually uh, had lunch with a doctor yesterday, and, and he said, you know, Fred, when, I w when, when this thing first came out, I was telling everybody, you got to get this shot. you got to get it. And he got the shot, and he had issues with it, as well as another family member. And he, he changed his tune. So, you know, the risk to children of this illness has, has always been, you know, they can get it, but, you know, it, it's not really dangerous or life-threatening, you know, with some possible exceptions, individuals maybe that, that uh, have a lot of pre-existing issues. So, uh, once again, you know, these are decisions to make uh, as you come up and we're, we're kind of coming into the, uh, you know, as the reemergence happens, the, the news pikes up, you know, uh, everything is uh, bumping up in, in, in terms of the fear of, hey, you know, here it comes, we've got all these variants, um, you know, and, and they, they have the solution, but the, the thing is try not to get caught up in, in the fear you know, we've all been through this one time. Uh, they're, they're actually calling uh, one of the new ones the real deal. And, and I'll tell you, for the most part, the real deal, yeah. For the most part, 
viruses, when they mutate in nature, they get weaker. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not going to uh, have an impact on someone. And, and in some cases, they, they obviously impact uh, some people worse than others. Uh, there's kind of an uptick on the concept of, that uh, we're going to have more mask out. The TSA supposed, supposedly is going to start with that and then with traveling. Uh, you know, the, the risk factors really uh, for most people are being an older adult, uh, comorbidities, meaning you're overweight, you've got uh, metabolic syndrome, uh, you delay treatment as a risk factor, uh, and actually having a booster is a risk factor. We'll be back. We're coming up against a break. Welcome back. Oh, by the way, one of our listeners, I forgot to tell you this, one of our listeners said that the music is a little loud on, you know, in the transmission. So it's kind of like they have to turn the music down and then turn it back up. Well, we're having fun over here. (laughs) (laughs) They got to start, you know, getting up and dancing. Yeah, well, they are. (laughs) So uh, on the tail end of that little uh, COVID thing, um, we had, uh, you know, there there are things that you can do if you feel like you're you're getting sick. Uh, You know, certainly uh, we talked about uh, those sprays uh, Povidone, iodine, uh, nasal sprays or antibacterial, antiviral, uh, quercetin, zinc, vitamin C, D, keeping your uh, your uh, vitamin D up. So, so uh, you know all the things that that you uh, that you know about. Uh, you know, dieting is uh, is a, a thing that people do. Uh, I think. <laughs> Who, who doesn't want to lose weight? I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it, and we think about this as being something that has, uh, it's just sort of recent. It's always been out there forever. Uh, you know, even uh, going back in the early 1900s, there were people that wanted to lose weight and did different things. And, you know, uh, cigarettes were promoted by Lucky Strike to, uh, lose weight. They even went as far as to put amphetamines in them. Uh, at one time, amphetamines were used for in the weight loss industry. They were probably, uh, you know, before attention deficit, you know, uh, they were prescribed for, for weight loss, for appetite control. You know, it, it goes on and on and on. And, and uh, the dietary industry basically is successful because people fail, unfortunately. Not always, of course, but it's estimated that only 5% of the people actually are able to succeed and maintain weight loss. I promise you those people are the ones that, that change their lifestyle, you know, in, in the process. Maybe they use an intervention, uh, you know, some type of diet. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of diets out there, obviously, but, uh, you know, eat, learning how to eat the right things. So, you know, the recent crave is the, uh, the injectables, the Ozempic, Wagovi, those type of things. They're, they're coming out with, uh, with pills of, of those products. Actually, they already have them available. Uh, but uh, 
one of the problems is is that the 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 drug slows down peristaltic movement in the gut so it, it keeps the food in the gut longer and one of the side effects apparently that has uh, been seen is the stomach becoming paralyzed so no movement I, I would I would tell you that anybody that that has this considering this that has any kind of uh, gut constipation type issues should probably never uh, do this uh, but you know they there's there's a lot of uh, side effects associated with this and um, there are people that, that are getting success with it but one of the problems is like anything else once you stop it then uh, you know the the weight comes back and I don't think this drug is sustainable for most people in, in, from the aspect of uh, the cost associated with it. Uh, also associated with uh, uh, thyroid uh, C, uh, cell tumors and pancreatic cancer. You know, we were talking off the air. He, he, uh, Joe said, I bet you're going to tell me it causes cancer. Well, uh, apparently it does. Everything. Everything does. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, we, we talk about in terms of changing the environment, uh, you know, internal environment, working with the gut issues, um, you know, there, there's just not a, a miracle uh, drug here. Now, I will tell you, there are some products that can be helpful, you know, in, in weight loss uh, that are considered uh, more in the realm of the natural world. Uh, uh, there's uh, one product, uh, AMPK Metabolic Activator. Uh, there's some thermogenic-type products that try to help you uh, burn calories. Of course, exercise does that. Sweating burns calories. Uh, berberine, he though it's an herb, has uh, been uh, used for many, many years to help help diabetics. And of course, the, uh, this weight loss injectable drug uh, is associated with diabetics and has been used for, for diabetes as well because it helps control blood sugar. So a uh, very interesting thing uh, in mentioning, you know, there are products that uh, increase this uh, AMPK uh, part of the uh, body's metabolism, which is supposed to help convert fat uh, to help be able to burn it um, but uh, you know th this the berberine actually helps activate uh, that enzyme inside the body uh, which is is, is pretty in important uh, berberine uh, is very good for lowering blood blood sugar uh, it helps improve uh, sensitivity of the insulin uh it, it's just a, a a really interesting product we've got a caller on the line we're going to stop just for a moment and take a call good afternoon uh you're on the air who who, who do we have here hey this is hope calling um i talk about weight loss with people a little bit but you're clearly higher educated than i am on body parts and body function and this and that but when it comes to losing weight, um, I learned the whole bit about chewing, you know, and chewing is really hard to get into if you're not already, but the average American chews three to seven times each bite, 
and we're taught 10 times in kindergarten, but uh, conscious technically chewing is 30 times. And I teach people to go to 20 times, and that would be first find out if you're even reaching the 10. Then the next week, you spend the whole week on 10, and then the next week on 15 and the next week on 20 because it takes three weeks for the body to cleanse I learned Mm -hmm. and then what happens is is that you know if you stay at that 20 you start kicking off five pounds a week at least I did I'm pre-high school weight okay and um, the biggest thing that people have the hardest time I feel about when they start losing weight and in the day they called it a healing crisis I don't know what they're calling it today but it's once they start saying, okay, the body's getting to work on the stuff that it's been housing now that the food's not being stuck because most people's weight gain is stuck food, then what happens is every orifice just starts evacuating and people think they're sick. You know, you get the loose stool, get sweaty, BO, everything comes out by saying thank you in the weirdest way. And so that's like the hardest thing I think people need to understand is that once they start losing weight, they're not sick, they're cleansing. Right. And, um that's a tough one and then as far as covid goes if you can teach yourself to not swallow your mucus if you're not a mucus if you're already if unless you already are not doing it but that has helped me with very good again well you know your chewing point is 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 an excellent point and people don't chew the food and that's the first part of digestion and so when when you're not you know uh you're making your body work harder and and it's less efficient at at getting nutrients uh etc so it's a very good point and and the other thing to your point in terms of uh you know talk about healing crisis or detoxification uh some people when they uh detox too quickly they they call that a herxheimer reaction Uh, so what happens is, you know, the body is storing, can store toxins and fat. And and when you start losing fat, you're going to release toxins, particularly uh, petroleum-based or fat-soluble toxins. Sure. So that's a... Yeah, I know that my... And you look terrible. My family thought I was on drugs. I'm like, no, I'm doing my first cleanse in my life, you know, and I just looked terrible because I was losing mercury. I was losing everything, you know, and I haven't been the same since, and I'm happy to know about it, and I like to share it with anybody because it's so free. My heart goes out to people who have, they're doing all the right things but not knowing about that chewing, and they're just beating themselves up. And then on top of that, the people that are trying so hard, they go get their stomach stapled. And what do they tell them after they get that that surgery? Blend your food for the first two, three weeks. Well, just blend it before the surgery, people, and start losing. <laughs> yeah, you know? well, you know, it's, it's a good point. And uh, uh, one, one other thing I'll, I'll tell you, you know, and, and to your point, and I love this because you're talking about basics, and, and we, we have to do, we need to do the basics before we start doing all these other heroic type That's interventions. Not, you, know. you know, do the yeah. fundamentals first. It doesn't cost anything. It's going to get you further in, in most cases. And you've got to have it to be successful. You know, it's which is the consciousness. Yeah. yeah the consciousness so, so you're trying to change your body and you're doing it, do it between you and God, really. Yeah, so you know, you know, in, in in thinking of that, you know, your, you know, a, a prayer uh, before you eat, you know, you're asking for uh, that that food is going to be utilized properly. Yeah, and so. then that's where collagen comes in too, because that'll help the stomach stay where it needs to be. Like you're saying, the stomach shuts down on that other thing. Collagen helps 
the stomach lining to be happy, to absorb properly. Not only that, I think, you know, because it does say and they're not to be used for weight loss on the collagen bottle, but you do kind of end up toning up from it, too, because your body's like, thank you, I'm getting what I'm supposed to have. Yeah, you need that, you need that protein for, for connective tissue and, and not just uh, skin, but everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your oh, yeah. call. Well, thank you for your time, and yeah. thank you for your education. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, WSIC. You're doing a great job. You too, Joe. Bye. Bye. So, you know, great point. You know, there there's so many things, and, and, and fundamentally, you know, there are products that can be helpful, but, you know, we, you still have to look at the fundamental stuff, uh, which includes the kind of food you're eating we've talked about a little bit uh being able to digest properly being well hydrated before you uh eat your meal so you're not diluting your digestive system etc this is fred lowry this is health talk Uh, we will be back shortly Celebrating uh, life. I hope you enjoy that song. That's uh, an old rare earth uh, classic. So uh, going back to uh, finishing up what we were just talking about, if, you, if you're interested in a, uh, a product, uh, an herbal product, Berbering, we have a product by Natural Creations called Berbering Complex. Good product, uh, uh, something uh, worth looking at. So uh, to go along with the, the concept of uh, the, the chewing uh, and, and digestion, you, you know, uh, we have a lot of people that have indigestion, heartburn, and these, uh, these drugs that uh, are used for that, omeprazole, uh, Prevacid, Nexium, uh, all of these things uh, you know, are quite popular i think uh omeprazole is uh, the the sixth most common drug prescribed in the united states for indigestion Uh, there's 113 million of these prescriptions filled worldwide each year 113 million they're called proton pump inhibitors and what they do is they stop your your stomach from producing acid well, you know, you, you know, the concept is, you know, you get indigestion, heartburn, uh, you know, so whatever acid happens to be there is, is uh, uncomfortable. And um, so the concept is, well, I've got too much acid. Well, maybe, maybe you, ha- you don't have enough. Maybe you're not digesting properly. Maybe you're not chewing your food properly. Uh, maybe you're uh, you uh, you're eating your hamburger and then uh, loading up with a big soft drink uh, and ice, and you're cooling down your digestive process. So your your food sits there and then you get reflux. Uh, yeah, you could have a hiatal hernia. There's there's all kinds of things, but most of the the time these drugs are uh, 
really were only just uh, supposed to be prescribed for serious conditions, uh, bleeding ulcers, uh, severe acid reflux, uh, et cetera, and, and weren't meant to be used every day. And they, they actually, uh, the long-term use uh, makes them somewhat habit-forming, although that's not really the right word. Uh, but I, I say it that way because it's really difficult for people to get off of those medications. They get uh, rebound reflux with that. Uh, there's a lot of side, side effects associated with that. So if you're, if you're not digesting your food, you're not breaking down protein properly. So you can't make neurotransmitters. You can't provide the smaller building blocks of uh, protein for your body. Uh, neurotransmitters like uh, uh, serotonin, that has been associated with depression. There's more to it than that. Uh, you you uh, run the risk of uh, osteoporosis and fractures because you cannot liberate calcium and magnesium uh, from that. You you have uh, energy issues because uh, you're not able to uh, produce your B12. You can have bacterial overgrowth. Uh, you know the Clostridium, the, the C diff that people uh, talk about. Uh, you know, creating a, a, an alkaline environment in the stomach promotes more the helibacter, which is supposed to uh, uh, be the cause of, of ulcers. Uh, so uh, it, 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 there's a lot of downsides uh, to this. And, you know, obviously, you know, you can't go around with acid uh, burning your esophagus or your, or your throat. Uh, but the problem gets down into, you know, the way you eat, uh, the kinds of foods you eat. Uh, you know, the food allergies are a, a big part of this. Uh, the biggest offenders happen to be wheat, uh, grains, uh, dairy, uh, that type of thing, uh, for, for for many many reasons. But you know, when when you're when you're not initially digesting your food properly with acid that those that stomach contents goes into the small intestine and and you you create uh, an environment that this that's uh, dysbiotic uh, they call it dysbiosis uh, which basically means an environment uh, not uh, good for life basically so it's a it's an imbalance of your gut uh, microbiome, the bacteria that are there. So and and so you you can get more candida, uh, other issues. If you throw in an antibiotic in this mix every now and then, you you're uh, going to make things worse. So uh, certainly probiotics are important. So uh, you know the the thing is that people want to know how how would I get off of these things and um, you know, of course, your, your, your pharmacist is not the person to tell you to stop taking a medication that has to do with the, your relationship between yourself and your doctor. <coughs> but if, 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 if I were going to do this, you know, what I would try to do is you, you clean up the diet, uh, improve your environment, your, your, uh, your eating environment. Uh, and most people have to wean off of this stuff. So it, it means you, you might take something every other day. 
<clears throat> you might substitute with a, another type of antacid, uh, known as an H2 blocker, like uh, Tagamet, Cimetidine, Zantac, one of those type of things. You could also use uh, baking soda in water. <clears throat> a teaspoonful of baking soda uh, is a buffer, and it helps uh, uh, neutralize acid, uh, <clears throat> which is a, a great uh, little home remedy. Uh, another thing that could be done, there's digestive enzymes that you could take. Uh, we've got uh, two really good ones. One's uh, Optizyme by Natural Creations. And, and what that does is add uh, the, the digestive things that you need uh, <coughs> that you may not be getting to help, help digest that food. Uh, there's also one called Panplex, which is uh, a two-phase product. So it's helpful for uh, both digestion in the stomach and, and also in the small intestine. And so a lot of people have been able to move away from these uh these drugs you know, with that with that in mind there's uh something called betaine hydrochloride uh which is a uh, like an acid uh it, it's similar to uh, your uh, your body's uh, digestive uh uh enzyme or acid and some people really have trouble taking that uh you know they they get burning with that I will throw in uh, a point I just thought about. Uh, you know, some people are on these low-salt diets. Well, you know, you need sodium, you need chloride, and, and uh, somebody that's on a low-salt diet may be more prone to not making enough hydrochloric acid because you need the chloride with the, the hydrogen to make hydrochloric acid. Uh, we mentioned, uh, you know, food allergies, processed foods can contribute to negatively to microbiome, all the chemicals are in those. Um, so another thing that some people will do is uh, take a tablespoonful of apple cider vinegar and a large uh, glass of water and, and drink that before a meal. So uh, that's important. Uh, the salt, I should mention, should be... Uh, like a Celtic sea salt or a Himalayan salt. <coughs> One other thing that uh, is uh, not well known is uh, sauerkraut and cabbage. It is very helpful for the gut. Believe it or not, there was a, uh, and I, I can't, I probably can't find this, but there was a, a study done, and I believe it was in a prison where they uh, were giving uh, prisoners uh, cabbage juice to heal uh, gastric ulcers, and it was a successful uh, successful trial. So, of course, a lot of people are not really uh, thrilled about uh, cabbage, but uh, I, I happen to like it. But it, I think it's a, a good uh, a good thing for your digestion. Uh, certainly, uh, sauerkraut is a you know, it's a fermented product uh, is helpful. Uh, the Mediterranean diet uh, may be helpful, you know, of course, staying away from uh, the seed oils that are we, we know are bad for us, canola, corn oil, the, the vegetables, soy, that type of thing. Uh, uh, ginger tea is, is also uh, uh, helpful for uh, gastrointestinal <laughs> symptoms and also acts as an anti-inflammatory. Uh, it also reminds me of... Uh, Something I've used in the past when I'm out working, uh, 
uh, in the heat, uh, whatever it may be, uh, in, in doing so. Uh, it used to be called switchel, but it, it's, you, you take a quart of water, you put apple cider vinegar in it, maybe some molasses or, or maple syrup, a teaspoonful of Himalayan salt, and grate some ginger in there. And uh, that is one of the best things for keeping yourself going in the heat. You know, of course, you're drinking water, but uh, alternating with that and, and water, uh, you know, the, the energy that you can maintain with that is really quite incredible. So uh, these are some, uh, some things that, uh, that, that may be helpful. Uh, I, I do really look at um, the, uh, the, these type of drugs as being probably one of the more detrimental uh, long-term medications you can be on. And certainly diet is the most important thing you can do. Uh, uh, one, there, there are a couple other products, uh, papaya, uh, or pineapple supplements can help with this. Uh, slippery elm is an herb uh, that's very helpful in uh, gastrointestinal issues. Uh, there's a lot of things uh, we can talk about with that. We're coming up against a break. We will be back in just a moment. Back. This is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. This is Health Talk. Health Talk. Cannot talk, I guess. Um, so while we were uh, while we were on the little break there, Joe did a search and found uh, found something. What, what, tell us about it. Yeah. So I, I researched the the words that I put into Google here as you were talking were prison study cabbage juice, and I found this study cool. from January of 1956. Uh, the abstract here. I, I remember that from that year. <laughs> oh, really? Not really. Not really. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not even close, huh? No. A, uh, so a clinical study was undertaken to evaluate the effectiveness of concentrated cabbage juice in the treatment of peptic ulcers. Uh, patients at San Quentin Prison with a diagnosed ulcer crater were treated in a double-blind control experiment they were given either concentrated cabbage juice or a placebo. The evaluation of the merit of this treatment was based upon repeated x-ray examinations of the ulcer crater, and a period of 22 days was allowed for the ulcer crater healing time. It says that the results of the experiment said concentrated cabbage juice is effective in healing peptic ulcers. Isn't that amazing? That's incredible. 22 days. 22 That's days. That's it. Cheap. Effective. That, yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. Where, where do you get concentrated cabbage juice? Did they sell that at the, at the no, grocery you, store? No, you'd, you'd have to make your own. You just have to wring out some cabbage? <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to juice it, I guess. I guess so. That's wow. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. I, Sometimes I, I pull things from the archives that, you know, I, <laughs> I, I read something and it, it happens to stick. That one did. Uh, you know, another thing uh, that people don't think about is a really great thing to have on hand is aloe juice. 
you know, uh, we have a uh, Georgia's uh, aloe, it's a distilled product. You just keep it in the refrigerator. And, you know, if you have any kind of uh, even internal irritation, you know, uh, mouth-related, you know, you can just put that in there and swish it around and, and, and uh, spit it out if you want. You can drink it, you know, if you have uh, irritation. So maybe you had a, a bout of uh, acid indigestion and you want something to cool things off. It's a very healing uh, herb. Uh, so that, and that's aloe? Yeah, aloe, mm-hmm. aloe juice. Uh, it, it has been used for constipation as well. So if you, the more you take, the more you, um, you might uh, find out that that works. So uh, <coughs> it's just a, a, another thing. So, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about sun, sunscreen, sun exposure. Uh, and I'll tell you, you know, in terms of you can certainly be out in the sun long enough and damage your skin. You know, there, there are people that... Uh, just love to lay out the, the sun and and their skin uh, gets pretty tough you know and, and we're, we're, we're well aware of uh, possible cancer issues but the sun uh, really is life-giving as well and, and it's very important to get some sun exposure uh, just not too much so uh, as an example, if, if, if I'm out working, and, you know, particularly if I'm on a mower or a tractor, you know, I, I wear a big hat and, and I wear long sleeves and sometimes I'll, I'll wear gloves, you know, not because I, I, I need them to protect my hands from, from the work part, but just from the sun. So clothing is a, is a, a very uh, good way to, to take care of yourself. I know that's not necessarily a a popular way but you know you certainly need uh, sun for uh, to make vitamin D uh, there's uh, some uh, evidence that you know ultraviolet lights really good for uh, you know the, the inner part of this the skin the water you know, the hydration part uh, of the skin uh, so that's a, a, another whole topic uh, so the sun's important, and, and I've, I've talked about putting uh, water out in a glass jar and, and letting the sun hit it, and some people are doing that say, yeah, the water does taste different. You know, you're, you're basically energizing that water. So the sun is important. We, if we didn't have it, we, we wouldn't be here. Uh, but, you know, the, you know, the main recommendation is, is to use, uh, the, uh, use sunscreens and um, you know the, the SPF means sun protective protection factor. Uh, SPF 30 is supposed to protect you for about uh, 10 hours, but there's there's different kinds of sun rays. The F- SPF only applies to UVB rays. There's another one, UVA, and the UVAs are what are responsible for most of the damage so if you get a sunscreen you want to look for a broad spectrum product that that covers both uh, most of the most of them don't uh, and the other thing uh, you know a lot of the, the sunscreens are uh, work on about 40 percent of to, uh, of what they they're actually labeled as uh, 
the CDC, uh, one of my favorite alphabet organizations, <coughs> um, is showing that uh, there's one of the, the chemicals that, that uh, is in sunscreen called oxybenzone is in 96% of the population. It's an endocrine disruptor. Uh, it can reduce sperm count in men and cause endometriosis in women. Uh, it's uh, lethal to some creatures. It uh, <coughs> poses a serious threat to uh, the coral reefs and sea life. Um, Hawaii has actually banned uh, that particular chemical in, in sunscreens. So <coughs> there's at least nine uh, sunscreen ingredients that are known as endocrine disruptors, meaning they uh, disrupt hormone uh, balance. Uh, they're, they're also neurotoxic. <coughs> so, uh, you know, using, using a lot of it uh, could pro pose a uh, uh, health hazard to your brain. Uh, you can find these chemicals uh, in, the, in the blood, urine, breast milk following application. Um, there are other options, uh, commonly things like uh, zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which prevents burning as, because there, it's a f uh, physical filter. So th they have minimal absorption rate unless it's a nano-type particle. So a lot of these products that are sprays, or, or nanoparticles, you, you, you don't want those, particularly uh, putting them on children. Uh, so, you know, when we talk about uh, the toxicity, hormone to toxicity, uh, impairing the, uh, the function uh, of thyroid, liver, and kidney. <coughs> it's also found that if you use DEET, the insecticide, uh, you actually multiply the toxicity <coughs> because it enhances the penetration of those other compounds. <coughs> so that's that's a, uh, not good. And of course, DEET is already uh, uh, you know a, a toxic chemical. So um, you know it, it's it's important to to protect yourself, uh, but you know the overuse of sunscreens. Uh, is is not a, a good thing, and yeah, I, I know there's people out there that get on the lake and uh, those kind of things. So, uh, you know, you, you you have to make your own uh, judgment about this. Uh, at the same time, with all the uh, the use of sunscreens and and the fear of the sun and and all the people that are working inside and all that, you know, we have a a serious health issue with people. Uh, with insufficient vitamin D uh, out there. So uh, that uh, is certainly an issue. And, and vi vitamin D is uh, important for calcium and, and magnesium as well. So how much sun do you need? Probably, uh, you know, most uh, Caucasians, uh, maybe 20 or 30 minutes uh, is enough. Uh, if if you uh, have darker pigmentation, you you may need longer, and I'm talking about enough time in the sun to get to make vitamin D. Uh, you might look into uh, there's a uh, organization called the Environmental Working Group. They do have a sunscreen guide. Uh, 
most of the sunscreen sunscreens out there uh, did not get a very good uh, score. I won't say their names. You already know their names, uh, which also includes some uh, store brands, uh, commercial store brands. Uh, the ones that uh, got a better score, uh, True Natural, Neutral, uh, Loving Natural, Adorable Baby Sunscreen, uh, Blue Lizard Australian, uh, Sensitive Sunscreen, uh, Burn Out Ocean uh, is, is another one. Where they came up with that name, I do not know. But uh, so, uh, so the point is, uh, yeah, I think it, there's a, certainly a place for sunscreen. Uh, but when you do, uh, use one that, that's uh, this uh, smart uh, type sunscreen. Is there any good ones over at Lowry Drug? Uh, you know, we've got a few, but we're, we we don't have a great selection. We do have a, a few uh, that that I think are okay. So. Uh, but do do your own research. You know, it, it, it's your body. You take care. Ha everybody have a, a great holiday weekend coming up on Labor Day. Enjoy your, your life and uh, take care. Come.